Hello, hello, and welcome back to Cutting Chai Stories, where the episodes are short and sometimes sweet, just like the half servings of milky tea we call Cutting Chai back home in India. I'm your host, Jayati Vora, and today I wanted to talk to you about how to write so that the people who don't like to read will not miss out. I had so much to share on this topic that I decided to break it up into two episodes. So today we'll cover the writing portion of the tips and we'll save the final touches for next week. Now, if you know me, you know that words are my jam. So I'm not exactly in the TLDR boat. That's too long, don't read. But I know many of your customers are. Or maybe they're in a hurry, they don't have time to read a long post or they're reading on their phones as most Americans do anyway and they can't face a dense chunk of text. Plus, what I'm about to share will go a long way in helping people who do read all the way to the end absorb your content more easily. Win-win! Okay, so this first tip is pulled straight from my journalism days. Make sure you front-load your content with the most important parts. If you're a reporter covering breaking news, like, say, someone invented a headband, and if you wear that headband, you'll never get COVID. Of course, I made that up. But if that did happen, it would be pretty big news, right? So how would you start your story? Would you start by writing, In early 2020, the entire world learned about the existence of the novel coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. Then maybe you talk about the pandemic, the lockdowns, the second and third waves, the vaccines, and then talk about the invention of this headband. Uh, no, that's not what you would do. And if you did that, your editor would turn your whole story upside down. That's because this fictional headband would be such an important invention, you would want to tell people right away. So the very first lines of your article, if you were writing this, might say something like, Today, the Brazilian COVID headband company released the COVID Defender headband a cotton hair accessory that prevents the wearer from getting the coronavirus. This way, even if your reader doesn't scroll all the way to the end or even to the middle, as many people don't, they will know the most important piece of information, that this headband has been invented and it could protect them. Research studies have shown time and again that with every line, you end up losing readers. In journalism, this is called the inverted pyramid structure, where you provide the answers to who, what, when and where right up top, and then you follow it with the answers to how and why, which are a little bit more expanded, fill in the context, all of that comes a little bit lower down. So, right up top, you as the writer of this article will tell your readers who, that's the COVID headband company, what, somebody invented this COVID defender headband, when, today, and where, Brazil. Maybe in the second paragraph, you'll give that some context, like how they invite, invented it, why, it's, uh, why it works, why it's sold out. Now, the inverted pyramid is not necessarily an argument for keeping everything you write super short. If everybody only read very short pieces, there would not be any long-form journalism. But it is an argument to make sure that you front-load the most important bits, um, especially in these kinds of stories, so no one misses the crux of what you want them to know. Now, switching from journalism to business content, when you're writing emails or really any online content, the same rule applies. You want to put the most important bits at the top, but also at the bottom. 
So since people reading online, they like to scan emails, having a PS, a postscript at the end with the information you want them to read is also a great strategy. So if you were that headband company sending out this article, you could add a PS, have you ordered your COVID Defender headband yet? And then link to the sales page. Right? So even if, even if somebody who's reading it has missed the meat of the email and the article, they have gotten the most important call to action, which is to buy this headband. The second tip I want to give you here, which frankly is just good writing, is to vary the lengths of your sentences. Now, what does that mean? Supposing you were introducing yourself and you had a chunk of copy like this. Hello, my name is Jayati. I used to be an editor. Now I'm a copy coach. I also host a podcast. And I teach kids creative writing. I live in New York. I used to live in Bombay. I like to drink chai. OMG, I was so bored while I was reading this and I'm the one who wrote it. So that's eight sentences and all of them have about five to six words in them. That feels really staccato and boring. It feels like like a robot wrote it, right? It's the same thing. It's the same feeling that your readers will get if you write long sentence after long sentence. Here's how that would sound. Hello, my name is Jayati and I used to be an editor before I became a copy coach. I host a podcast and teach kids creative writing too. I live in New York and before that I was in Bombay and also I like to drink chai. <sighs> so that's the same information but this time it's jammed into three long sentences. Could you hear how I was struggling to catch my breath a bit while I was reading those sentences? You need pauses. Your reader needs a break. And so the way to make the presentation of information better is to use a combination of longer and shorter sentences. So this is the third attempt, trying to make the writing more interesting. Hello, my name is Jayati. And before I became a copy coach, I used to be an editor. You'll see I switched the order there as well. Now I host a podcast. Oh, and I also teach creative writing to kids. I live in New York at the moment, but I grew up in Bombay. Did you know I love to drink chai? So I cheated a little bit to make the writing more interesting. You'll notice I, I switched the order of what I did. I added an also where there wasn't one before. And I turned that last line into a question. But if you go back over the lines, you'll see that first I had a long line for a long sentence, followed by a short one and then two medium-sized ones, and then I ended with a question. And you hear how different that sounds? The intonation in my voice, the pauses, everything is just juicier, it's more interesting. And if it's hard for you to instinctively write this way, which is fine, it's something that comes with practice, I would save this bit for the editing portion. When you have already written your copy, and before you hit publish or send, Take a look at it and see, are you switching up the length of your sentences? And if you're not, well, bam, that's an easy thing for you to do to improve readability. The third tip I want to share with you today is using ellipses to create suspense. An ellipsis is those three little dots that you see in writing sometimes. The human brain is trained to want to close loops. Adding an ellipsis opens a loop because we want to know what the end of that sentence is. You've not finished the sentence with a period or full stop, right? It's a mini cliffhanger. Of course, please do not overdo this. Please do not pepper your writing with ellipses because it's like that boy who cried wolf. If you keep doing it, readers will stop noticing it. But if you use it judiciously when needed, 
Your readers will want to keep reading and not scroll immediately to the bottom. It's like a little hook to grab the fish of your reader's attention. Or another way to use an ellipsis is end one paragraph with an ellipsis and begin the next one with an ellipsis. So readers will keep reading to reach the end of your thought. Make sense? Okay, now here's the final tip for today. Keep your paragraphs short. So often, I see perfectly good emails or Instagram captions, but the captions are full of really chunky paragraphs. And when people are reading on their phones, it can feel a little off-putting. It's, it's dense, right? So this is a very simple tip, which is just to break up the paragraphs. You can even have single sentences or standalone paragraphs, especially when you want to emphasize something. Although, pick those lines wisely. You want to do it when they're catchy enough or important enough to single them out in that way. As long as you have an intention behind it, it's okay. So, to recap, the four tips we covered today are 1. Put the important information up top and down low. 2. Vary the length of your sentences. 3. Keep your paragraphs short. And number 4. Use ellipses. I hope you found these tips helpful. Next week, I'll cover some other aspects of making your writing more scannable for your readers. So make sure you tune in. In the meantime, if you listen to this podcast, if you find it helpful, would you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts? It helps to grow the community and it helps new listeners to find the show. I do have a writing prompt for you today. And that is to write about something you're grateful for. Maybe this is the subject of an email to your list or a social media post. Maybe you're asking your readers and followers to hit reply and tell you what they are most grateful for. Or maybe it's a journal entry and it's for your eyes only. Either way, if you write something and want to share, you can email it to me at jayati at cuttingchaistories.com. Thanks for tuning in. And before I see you next Thursday, ask yourself, are you using the inverted pyramid in your writing?